Hello, all my weekly shazzers. <laughs> um, I am doing this pretty late. Um, but I've also been staying up pretty late because life update, I started school. Um, so a few things here. If this is your first time here, thanks so much for joining. Um, during this podcast, um, I have personal conversations about my faith, uh, society, and culture for Christians. Um, I sometimes will have a guest on, um, but more importantly, I always have a cup of caffeine with me. Um, But we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, This week, um, the topic I was thinking about is, um, does my past affect my future. But before I get into that, it is that time. We are going to do the fact of the week. I don't think I'll ever get over that theme music. Okay. Anyways, um, fact of the week, the letter Q is not featured in any of the 50 states. Um, joke of the week is, what has ears but can't hear? A cornfield. <laughs> I know. Hold your applause. I know. I'm just so funny. Um, anyways, so back to does my past affect my future? So I think we really need to um, talk about your past. Uh, so... You know, I got to grow up in two of the most beautiful states, uh, Alaska and Hawaii. Um, I did not grow up in a Christian household. We were definitely those Easter and Christmas peeps, um, if that. Uh, You know, I had a lot of traumatic situations that happened to me growing up. um, And I didn't really realize the effect that it actually played in my life until I got older. But, you know, I did, um, it's kind of funny. I drank before I turned 21 more than anything. Uh, you know, I smoked weed. Um, I, when I was younger, even though I pretended I didn't, I actually really let how people saw me affect me. Um, and I didn't realize, I didn't, really realize like the damage that was actually like that was actually playing in my life um you know I also didn't really think that love was real like that true love um or physical intimacy or anything like that I didn't really think that that meant anything um (laughs) yeah I just didn't think um it was really that important. Obviously, I didn't think it wasn't something to just go all willy-nilly and do whatever you want, but I didn't hold the value that those things had. Um, I grew up in a broken home. Um, Each of my parents remarried, uh, which ups and downs through that. Um, You know, I did have a pretty big time in my life where I actually fell into depression. Um, and I was trying to fill my life with things that just weren't good for me physically, emotionally, um, all of that, uh, 
which also made me really mean um, and just such a broken person. Um, I remember that I would go home and cry almost daily, um, but nobody knew that. And I think uh, depression really truly is so prevalent in people that are so have such big personalities and want people to feel good and have a good time and laugh and all of that. Um, and that was most, mostly me. I say mostly me because I was, did also say that I was also mean. Um, but I was mean in the sense that if you said something mean to me, I a hundred percent was going to be mean back. Um, I acted like a, I was like a peacock. I made my feathers big and like bold and I wasn't going to let anybody mess with me. The only person that was going to hurt me was me. Um, even though I was so broken and so hurt, um, and just really down on myself every single day. Um, it wasn't until I realized like, instead of like dying, um, cause some days I really was like, I should just end it. Um, but I remember thinking that would just be putting my hurt onto someone else. Um, I know that even though I feel so alone, I feel so, my mom still loves me. My dad still loves me. My brother still loves me. Um, you know, I had my little cousins that lived with us and, you know, just all of those things. And I remember thinking, um, the way I'm feeling is just going to intensify for them. Um, so what am I missing? Uh, what in my life do I need to change, do whatever? Is it the people I'm hanging out with? Is it the things I'm surrounding myself with? Is it what I'm choosing to do? All of those things. Um, but when we started to go to church more, it wasn't immediate. <clears throat> um, I did tone back on some things. Um, but really I just started to realize like, man, church isn't just an outlet for me to be a social butterfly more. Um, church isn't for seeing cute boys or whatever. It, it, it wasn't central. It wasn't centered around that. Um, when I realized maybe there is something in Jesus, uh, then I started to listen more, um, actually start taking notes so I can retain it better. People who know me know that I have a hard time paying attention. Um, and one, I love notes. I love office supplies and all that things. But when I take notes, I pay attention more and I'm actually feel like I am retaining more of the information that is being given to me. Um, you know, I started, uh, just, knowing more of what the lesson actually is. Uh, so I was a little older. A lot of people I know gave their life to Christ when they were younger, but I was in high school. Um, and the church we started attending, I really loved. I love the worship music. Um, you know, I loved the emotion behind it. Uh, you know, um, but I also felt like I didn't have personal relationships that were for me. Um, I didn't have anybody who was pouring into me specifically. Um, you know, I went to youth group, 
we went to church every Sunday, blah, 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 blah. But for me, youth group was more where we were going to church. And I said this during the um, music episode with Mel and Kevin, uh, that where we were going to church at that time was on the other side of where we lived. And most of the people, most of the kids that went there were already friends. They went to the same school. They already had those um, connections. And so when I went by myself, um, most of the time I didn't. There were a few times that I did. Or I would bring a friend. It was just us on the outskirts. Um, you know, we never really felt like like connected that people were really trying to reach out and talk to us. Um, and I think I this could be the same for boys, but I don't know because I'm not one, um, regardless of what society thinks. But I'll save that for another podcast um, or another episode. But being a girl, we need those like intentional specific relationships um you know we have so many emotions we we're so charged up on them um that we need a personal connection um so when I started going to my current church uh I really saw the shift of a church just being a church a building um to church being relation relational um having those church relationships especially since my husband grew up there which at the time he was not my husband but uh he grew up there so he knew a lot of people but they went out of their way to say hey like how are you doing blah 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 blah. um even in youth group uh just oh hey and you who are you like blah, blah 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 what school do you go to just uh you know trying to build that more personal connection um and just like hey we love having you here. Um, I remember the first time I met like Crystal and Ron and it was just, it was an amazing experience for me, especially in those moments where I was newer um, to Christianity and uh, making sure that I was following the Lord for myself and really not my relationship with Chris because Chris knew Christ before me. And yes, obviously that was a big, um, factor in our relationship but my relationship with Christ should be separate from my relationship with my husband um at that time now our we have become one and our relationship um with each other is centered with Christ so anyways but um at that time uh and it was just good to have those connections and be able to share and listen to stories and hear the vulnerability behind people where it's not just come into the church auditorium, let's tell you a sermon and go along or go <clears throat> on with our day. Um, when I started getting more into the Bible and I realized just how like crummy my past was, um, I, I realized, like 2 Corinthians 1 tells us that we go through trials and um, affliction so that we may be comforts to others, you know, from the comfort that we receive from Christ. So my trials and my past and everything was how God was going to use me. Um, <clears throat> thinking on this topic, you know, I really thought, I really went into depth and just kind of like, what are some things that this 
Like, what are some things that people need to hear with this episode? Um, I've seen people who come from Christian households turn away from the faith. Um, I've seen people who come from broken homes turn to God. So do I think our past affects our future? Yes. But ultimately, God can change people through um, the transformation and renewing of our mind, uh, which is an important process that God allows to happen to certain people and certain situations. um, And he allows those certain situations to be bad, less than favorable, right? Um, It's not that he creates them because he didn't make evil or sin, um, but he allows it to happen to shape us and point us to him, which will help us point others to him. Um, Remember, he gave us the choice. We chose to sin. Here we are. Um, This is not how he wanted the world. He wanted the world to be walking with him. Perfect. You know, all of that. Um, uh, It reminded me of the Apostle Paul. Uh, He had the thorn in his side, right? Which we don't know if it was a demon or if he was just an old crippled man, like whatever. But he said, God gave me this so that I can go put my faith in Jesus. Um, Yeah, (laughs) which is... um, you know, I feel like a lot of our lives now. Uh, so just kind of going back on my past, um, I love my stepdad. Uh, the older I get, um, well, the older I got, you know, especially now when I start to be able to realize like the heart you have to have to be a step parent. Um, not that being a regular parent, like a parent is hard. Parenting in general is so hard. You have so many things, but being a step parent adds another step (laughs) um, into that relationship where you're their parent, but you're not. Where do they fall into the disciplinary action? Um, How do they handle certain situations? You really have to have the heart to be a step parent. Um, And obviously in the beginning uh, with my stepdad, you know, we had our rocky moments because there was a learning curve. There was a learning curve for all of us. Um, He went from a person who didn't have children to a person who had three. Um, When you have your biological parents, they at least have that time to quote unquote, get prepared because you're never really prepared for parenthood, guys, let's be honest. But when you are a step parent, yes, you could be dating um, or whatever, but you really become that instant family. Um, And so he chose to love us and he chose to love my mom and he continues to choose to love my mom and choose to love us. Um, And I know without a doubt, that whatever we need, he'd be there. Um, He would do whatever he needed to do to make sure that we are taken care of. We, um, he treats us like he is our blood. Um, And I know 100% that my brothers and I are so appreciative of him. And we love him. And we're so thankful that we got him when we did. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and uh, so (laughs) I'm going to start off with saying my stepmom and my relationship now is 
great. Um, but when my dad got remarried, it was a very different story. Um, so a little background, my dad lives in Hawaii. We live in Alaska. Um, we did the majority of living in Alaska. We went to Hawaii every summer, every other Halloween, and then every other Christmas. So if we went for Halloween, we would stay in Alaska for Christmas. And if we went for Christmas, the next year we would be going for Halloween. Um, and it was great, but our dad was a secondary figure in our life. He wasn't obviously our primary. Um, and so my dad worked a lot. So when we would get there, we were mostly staying with my grandpa, which he had, he has passed away and, but he is still one of the biggest, influences and even just like supporter my life like there's moments now where I think back on things that he said and I'm like man thank you for helping me through this situation you know but um so you know my dad worked a ton we you know we lived in a whole other state so um like we had dinner with my dad sometimes when he got off work, but since he had to go to work the next day, we would go back home with my grandpa. Um, we'd spend the weekends with him, um, but we already had limited time with him already. And then having to share him, um, especially during the time where we're not in their house 24 seven, right? So they, so we went from a family of three kids, to a family of six when we were there. Um, so just learning, like I was, the only girl and the baby growing up and then being, being, um, one out of three girls now. And then in the middle, um, like they had their lives when we weren't there cause they were constantly around each other, obviously. Um, so then when we went, it kind of felt like we were replaced. Um, it was hard to find our roles and when we fit in and the things that we used to do with our dad, we weren't allowed to do anymore, um, because there were other people we needed to consider or like, we had these things that when we left last year, before you guys got married, these were ours. And now we come back and it's not ours anymore. That doesn't make sense. Um, <coughs> so like figuring out that, um, you know, anyways, uh, there's a lot of butting heads and, uh, yeah, I realized when I got older that, my heart knows the truth. My heart knows that my dad didn't replace me. He just lives in a different state. Um, you know, when God really, when I started to get closer in my faith and realize, um, you know, this is not my home. I love my family here and, you know, they mean the world to me, but my home is in eternity with God. Uh, his love, his true and pure love is all I need, right? Uh, so many years later, uh, my relationship with my dad and my stepmom were really healed and transformed. Um, but I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have Christ in my life. My mom actually really helped repair the relationship with my stepmom. Um, <clears throat> But I would have never entertained that fact or really thought that there could be healing in that relationship if I didn't have God in my heart. Um, so again, yes, your past can affect your future. Um, and there are a lot of 
aspects of my life that I am ashamed about, that I truly am ashamed about. Um, but my story is not for me. Um, my story is for God. And even though I'm ashamed, even though like thinking about some things makes me sad, I know that it is an opportunity for me to share the love of God, um, to show the things that he has brought me out of to glorify him so that I could help others. Um, especially being a youth leader, like <clears throat> I, like I remember having a student that was like, you know, I feel like I'm falling in depression and no matter what I do, I just can't get out of it. And I'm like, Hey, listen, I've been through that. I've wanted to kill myself. I've, you know, I've been through that struggle, but hey, like, let's talk it out. I, I've been there so I can help you through it. Like, let's, you know, and remembering that God has put me in that season, um, so that I can help others, you know, really change my perspective on feeling that shameful guilt with my past. Um, there are a lot of people out there that believe the lie that, Um, you are too far gone that God couldn't love you because X, Y, Z. Um, but God is infinite. Um, someone had told me, uh, this illustration. So you have a pen. Everybody has seen a pen, you know, a pen, um, throw it behind your back. That pen is time. Everything else is God. He's infinite and he, already knows all the ugly and everything that you've ever done um everything you are going to do and he doesn't need our repentance in that that is for us that is for us to be like god i know that you are bigger than any of the things that i've done god i know that you are more important than this feeling of shame doubt and guilt that i'm feeling god i lay all of this at your feet Um, he wants us to, he wants us, he wants our hearts. He wants us to just come to him. And that is why we're called to do that. Um, we are never going to be too far gone for him. The Bible is all about, um, how he wants us forever. He wants us for eternity. He used and continues to use broken people to glorify him. Um, I heard this quote, um, having faith means believing God has a great future in front of you and he uses your past to shape you for the future that lies ahead. In order to experience this great future, we have to set in step with our, with the father. Sorry. Uh, we have to get in step with the father. I can't read my handwriting guys. Um, so Uh, My challenge for you is, or really, I guess my question for you, and I want you to think about it this week, um, are you using your past to help others? Are you allowing the devil to creep in and tell you that you are not good enough, um, that you should be ashamed of your past and hide it away? I really want you to think about that. Um, I know that being in youth ministry um, or talking to parents, um, or just people telling me their story and them not realizing some things. Um, It is okay to feel those feelings. It is okay to be ashamed of what you've done because that means that you, you realize that it's wrong, but 
God is bigger than those feelings, right? Um, so whatever you've done in the past, whatever you are trying to hide, God already knows. So just put it out there. Um, so thanks for listening. Um, hopefully this helps one of you um this week if you would love to hop on an episode with me i would love that uh, go ahead and reach out to me on instagram at the weekly shaz um, you can also find me on facebook as shazlin boss um or uh my many other businesses a uh, little life update like i said at the beginning i started school it has been great but it also has been very time consuming. Um, but I love it and I love what it is going to help me do for my family. Um, like always, we love you and thanks for listening. Bye.